Hello. Hello, everybody. Wow, that was really proper. Hello, everybody. Ciao. Bonjour. Bonjour. We are French. What was it? Okay. Season 2, episode 10, episode D. D? Do? No. Sorry, we we, like... We looked it up. We looked it up and then we got distracted. D. 10. Dis? Right? I think it's that. Dish. Um, it's spelled D-I-X, but it's dish. Dish. So welcome to um, episode 10. That's a big yeah, deal. Season, season two. episode 10. My God. That means, let me look at how many episodes we have because I don't that's... even want to think about that. You know what? We started this, um... Almost a year almost ago. Almost a year ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Um, okay, well, we had 20... I think 20. 28. This is our, this our 38th, 38th episode. episode? God dang. She old as hell. You're old as hell. Oh my god. Anyway, um, by now you can probably tell that there's only two of us here. Yes. Miss Jody. Jody. She had a prior arrangement, mm-hmm. so she is not able to be here tonight. Yes. So it would just be me and Katie. Just us two. Yep. Just the two. Anyway, um, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thank you so much. If you're listening, we're almost at the end of January. Which is disgusting. Really concerning. Because it just started. Um, crazy that people actually did dry January as we sit here drink wine. Uh, like, could never be me. You could see this glass oh, of wine. I had a thick pour. It's, it's been a like, day. It's been a day. It's a Monday. It's been a month, it's to a be Monday. quite honest with yeah, you. Yeah, January has been a little... It's been a little dicey. Crazy. But that's okay. Really okay. We're doing great. Um, but yeah, we're coming at you live from Monday night. Yeah. Becca and I both, like, went... Like, is it up north? Up north. Yeah, yeah. For the weekend. Yeah, different cabins. parts of the mm-hmm. mountain for different reasons. But yeah. we both happened to be in We were at Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Living living the dream in the cabin life. It was actually really peaceful. It was so nice, to mm-hmm. be honest. And the snow. Did you so guys? So we didn't have oh, snow. We had snow. We didn't have snow. It wasn't like snowing, like it wasn't active. Mm-hmm. But there was snow everywhere. That's nice. And I was like, cute. Yeah, I looked. You were like two hours north of me. Well, yeah. You, you were, like, out you there. You texted me and were like, oh, we made it back. I was like, what do you mean? I yeah. have three hours left of my drive. Yeah. It was, like, a three and a half hour drive. Yeah, ours was an hour and a half. Yeah. That adds up. Whoa. Whoa. Um, anyway. Anyways. Yeah. Today, we're going to talk about... Oh, yeah. Something... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just mm-hmm. click. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, well, should we do... Recap? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well... I forgot about that. Well, 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 um, both of our teams lost... Football. I simply can't. We're just going to mention that how the Ravens and the Lions should be competing in the Super Bowl. However, Correct. sometimes, sometimes you got to wait for what's good. Check back in next year. Yeah. I really think we're going to be together in no, the Super Bowl next year. 100%. Something about Super Bowl 59. Where it's, is it going to be? It's in New Orleans. Perfect. Girl, Perfect. I love New Orleans. You, she loves it. So we'll be there. Okay. Yep. That's all we're going to talk about football. We're only going to touch on that. Okay. Anyways, the last two weeks. Um, oh, my family was in town um, for a little bit. They, so they were in town last weekend. Katie finally got to meet them, so mm-hmm. that was nice. And um, a treat. Yes. And then we went to the Wise Arizona Speed Networking. Wow, yep. that like, ties so nicely into it. We're going to talk about that today. But we went to that event. I was just looking at my calendar. And then I went to dinner with my friend Jess, or our friend Jess. She was on the podcast. 
Um, and that was, it's always nice to see her. So shout out to Jess. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, I finished the GDO program. It's done. That's a big That's deal. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, so we had like an end of program luncheon to just kind of celebrate the interns for being interns. And they got like a little, a little plant that had like the Cardinals logo on it. Um, and you know, a certificate signed by our owner and then my boss, Sean. Um, and yeah, it was just, you know. This nice, our executive chef at Heritage, which is one of our event spaces on the property, uh, made, like, this beautiful, like, a beautiful spread. Like, it was, like, salmon and these beautiful burgers and potatoes. It was so good. Yum. Um, So, it stuffed my face, but, yeah, finally done with GDO 2023. Mm -hmm. Had a little recap with Sean um, and Tina about... You know what worked, what didn't work, what we can change for next season, and I'm excited. So, yeah. very glad that that's done. That's a big deal. Yeah, but that was pretty much it. Lots of wrapping up. Season ended probably two or three weeks ago officially. Mm-hmm. So it's really just wrapping up everything right now and figuring out what worked and what didn't throughout the whole season. So that's been me. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been pretty. Like, I don't have a lot of updates, to be honest. So, the WISE event went really well. Our team um, had an away week last week, and then this is All-Star Week and break right now. So, we don't have a game until two weeks from now, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, just working away, preparing for next season, super busy with sales, which is always good. Um, nothing really crazy other than that. Gonna enjoy some peace and quiet and yeah. some relaxing weekends. Uh, and then we, this is not related, but yeah. this girl, Rachel uh, Lithgow. Lithgow? I'm so sorry, If Rachel. you're listening, girl, yeah, listen. Um, this really, really sweet girl has been listening to our podcast for a while and um, was specifically interested in the master's program that Becca and I did. And she applied and reached out to us and let us know that she got in. So shout out to Rachel. We're so happy for you. Yeah, I'm really, that's a really big deal. That's a really big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So wishing you nothing but the best. Thank you for supporting the pod and happy to see that the program is growing. Yeah, the program's growing. Our podcast actually like helps women. I know, which is like. They care. Whoa. Yeah, whenever I see somebody who I haven't seen in a while and they ask me like, how's the podcast? Mm -hmm. And like, like that happened at the WISE event. A couple of people were like, how's your podcast? And what? I was like, what? <laughs> no one asked me that one. I don't know. I mean, it's like, it was like ASU people. Yeah, no, that's so cute. But I though. was like, oh, well. <laughs> I think sometimes I forget that we do, we do it. Me do too. You know what I mean? Me too, 100%. When people bring it up, I'm like, huh? Oh, I'm like, oh, you know about that? Like, I thought we just sat on my couch. Literally. So if you're a silent listener or you've been here since the beginning, <laughs> 38 episodes. Yeah, 38. 38. 38. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. you know what? We support you. Thank you so much. And we're, you know, we're growing. We're just doing our best right. to get by. I mean, a year ago today, yeah. we were not the same. A year ago today, I think we just had started talking about it. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, because it was getting ready for Women's Women in Sports Day. Mm-hmm. National Women in Sports Day. Yeah. Which is February 7th. Yep. So. Yeah, and really, really exciting. Um, so this episode's going to be dropping in two days, or in, I guess, yeah, two days. Yeah, two days. And then the next episode will be dropping on Lover's Day, Valentine's Day, with a special guest. Yeah. So we'll be getting a special guest, which is really cool. 
And yeah, I mean, I hope I didn't mention that and we don't do it, but I think we're doing it. No, we're like 95% 95% sure. sure. So I think we can stamp it in there. Yeah. Yeah. So lots of good things. Very exciting. Um, Yeah. So we were talking about the Y speed networking event that we went to, and Mm -hmm. it kind of plays into the topic that we wanted to talk about today, which is when you get a job, I feel like sometimes you can feel like, all right, I've done it. I'm done networking. I'm done, you know, trying to get to know people in other industries. Like, I'm done. And that's not the case. That's not the case. You need to keep networking. You need to keep getting to know people in your industry, outside of your industry. Like, networking is such a big part. So we're just going to talk about, like, Maple. Sorry. Maple? (laughs) She's going for the goldfish, so I'm going to move it. Um, I don't really know where to put it. That's fine. <laughs> I just put it literally, literally half an yeah. inch away. You can just here. Here, I just close sh- it. Okay, because it was because it was open. She's not potato. She'll be fine. She, yeah, she's not. She'll reckless. sniff it, but she's not gonna actually mess with it. Anyways, anyway, uh, we're not gonna talk about maple getting into goldfish. Yeah, we're going to talk about like avenues to continue networking in a professional setting and what that might look like for us yeah I think it's super important it's something because I've been in my role for almost a year now and I think once you get your first job the first like couple of months you're like oh my god I did it yeah you kind kind of just like (laughs) stop talking to people um but then once you're in it like that wise event was my first one going to um a wise event or anything like that since having a job and it was so nice to see so many people that I knew Mm -hmm. which was like it's different I think when you're starting off and you go to a networking event and you know nobody yeah so it was really cool to just connect with people catch up and yeah I think it's something um I'm kind of in a space where I'm trying to decide if I want to join like any other committees or what because I think like Becca said it's great to meet more people but it's also great to like take the next step like whatever that looks like for you um so yeah I think it's super important especially being a woman in the industry like Mm -hmm. I've met so many people that like want to help each other which I think is great and we've met a couple of people well I met a couple people at the event who just moved to the city and they're trying to meet people so it's a great place to be um everybody's trying to go through the same thing so I think they're super beneficial and finding like what interests you, what kind of groups you can be involved in is really great. Yeah. And I feel like it's nice because it's like a different type of networking when you, when you're networking when you're in college, like it's, it's not cringy. It's gross. It's cringy. It's cringy because you're, you're reaching out to people who don't have to talk to you. And I'm not saying people don't have to talk to you now, but people who don't have to talk to you, they can just ignore your email Mm -hmm. because they're getting a million other people reaching out yeah and it's very clear that like the goal is to get a job yeah you know and so it's a lot more like transactional transactional yeah Mm -hmm. yeah whereas now like it's just about finding people that you can talk to about things building a network making friends sometimes it's so hard to make friends outside of work because especially in our industry we spend so much time at work like it's a lot more personable, mm-hmm. and people are like, oh, yeah, I do want to talk to you. I yeah. do want to, you know, get coffee with you. Even if at some point you are looking for a job and this person can help you get a job, that's not the purpose of the relationship. Yeah. The purpose of the relationship is to have a relationship. And I think you see that more once you're in the industry, because once you've done it, you've also been asked for jobs. So I yeah. think you can almost respect it and validate it more, like, 
working with people that it's the same thing as like the ticketing thing like mm-hmm. asking people for yeah, tickets being being slash or versus being the person that gets asked for tickets yeah, it's yeah, the same yeah. thing like at the end of the day you're just trying to like relate to people that are just like you which is the whole point of this podcast yeah, right yeah, yeah. so it's yeah it, it does change once yeah. you're in it versus you're trying to get into it yeah and it's also yeah. it's like less it's lower stakes I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. like I will send an email to someone or, like, send a team, like, LinkedIn message to someone who I talked to once or whatever, and I'm like, hey, saw this happen, like, congratulations. Or, hey, we should catch up soon. We should get coffee soon. Whatever. If they don't respond for two weeks, I'm not, like... Stressed. Stressed. Yeah. Whereas if I was in college and I'm like, oh, my God, they didn't respond to me, then, you know, a week passes and you're sending another message, and then you're sending another message, and then you become annoying. And people are like, look, I have a full-time job. Me yeah. reaching out to you is, like, just something I do on the side, which happens with, like, alumni groups, right? Yeah. There's people who are still in college trying to connect with you. You're trying to be there for them, but it's a part-time gig. Yeah. It's not what you do full-time. You don't have to respond. So I think when you can, like, make those strong connections, yeah, it's like, oh, like Jess. Like, I'll send Jess a message. Yeah. And I don't hear from her for a week. And then she'll yeah. be like... Hey. So sorry. So sorry. <laughs> Love you so much. Let's get coffee. Like, when are you available? And then yeah. I don't respond for a week. And I don't feel bad about that. Yeah. I think that's... I think that's a really hard lesson to learn. I was talking to my mentee about this. She is trying to reach out to somebody that we both know. Mm-hmm. And I was basically... I was like, have you messaged her on LinkedIn? And she said yes. And I was like, okay... Like, give her time. She's probably getting messages from so many people. Like, let me see if I can say something. Let me see if I can connect you. But, like, it's not personal. Mm -hmm. Like, and I will say the shoe is on the other foot. Like, I think it's really important if you're in the position when more people are looking to talk to you that you're also, like, responsive. I hate when people, like, don't respond to somebody because they think it's, like, less than Mm -hmm. them. And I don't Mm -hmm. think that's the case for this scenario. But at the same time, it's, like... It, it works both ways. Like, you were also in that position before. Yeah, yeah. So it is hard, but, like, at the end of the day, when we get home from work, the last... I mean, it's funny because we're podcasting about yeah, work. Yeah, but yeah. the last thing we want to do is, like, go on LinkedIn and message yeah, 12 people. Like, so, you know, like, it. just think about it from, like, your perspective as well. But it is important, nonetheless. Like, it's important to meet people. It's, like... Networking is literally, like, career dating. It's important yeah. to keep going. It's important to meet people. Mm-hmm. And, like, never be, never be, like, stagnant. Because you never know what else is out there. You never know who you're going to meet. Yeah, yeah, So, it's super important. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. No, I think you described that really well. Yeah. Relation, career dating. Career dating. Even if you're in a relationship, career dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is career dating. You yeah. have to. Like, you just, like, even... I, I, when we were at the Wives event, there was mm. someone who was talking about, like, managing up. And yeah. And, like... I wrote that down. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I didn't think about that, but it's something that I do in my day-to-day, and, like, it's just something that happens. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever, like, put words to it. And I was, like, even then, like, sometimes I feel almost, like, imposter syndrome, like, reaching out to someone who's a director, and I'm a coordinator. Yeah. And I'm, like, it's not necessarily the same situation as managing up, but it is, like... Sometimes you need to reach out to directors, even though you're like, I know that you theoretically are a higher position than me, can get a job, or get me a job, but 
but I'm not trying to get a job from, out of you. I'm just trying to talk to you. I'm just to trying you. to talk to you. Yeah. And that's hard sometimes to differentiate, especially, like, Katie and I are both coordinators. Yep. So we're more likely to talk to other coordinators who are in the same position as us, but if we were to get in contact with a VP, how do you make it look like you're not, like... I want to leave my job. I'm just curious. I want to know what you do. Like, you seem like a nice person. It doesn't necessarily have to be this, like, malicious intent. I think that was the Fiesta Bowl lady. What Fiesta Bowl lady? Who said managing up. The one at the Wise event. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I think think it's super... You never really know, and it is a dice situation. Like, you never want to look annoying, and you never want to look... Like, you're asking for something, but most, I would say nine times out of ten with my experiences, if you just ask somebody to talk about themselves, they will. Oh, yeah. And they will tell you what you want to know. They will tell you things you don't want to know. And most of the time, it'll be a positive experience. I would say, like, in college, I did a lot of informational interviews, and I would say I did, let's just do, like, a round number of, like, 30. Yeah. Two of them were god-awful and, like, people that were not interested in talking mm-hmm. to me. And that's okay. They could have been going through stuff. I have no idea. But the yeah. the 28 others were great. Yeah. And you never really know. And I think it's super important. Somebody else from, I think it was also the festival lady, she told me something that really stuck with me. It's, like, also when you reach out to someone, even if you're just catching, like, grabbing coffee with them, to almost, like... Rub, put a reminder in either your calendar or your phone to reach back out to them. No, and I agree. It doesn't yeah. have to be like a meeting. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be at a point where you're setting a generic message again. But yeah. I think it's important to check in. Like, for example, my mentor back in Maryland, I try to check in with her like every six months. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because, like, obviously we don't live in the same area. But I think it's super important to check back in with people because you never really know, like, yeah. what their role looks like, what's happening with their life, you know. And I think it's I think it's important because things change really fast in this really industry. Fast, yeah. And for the good and for the worse. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And I, it's interesting because I, now that I'm in it, I do that. And yeah. I'm like, like, the LA 28 lady. Yeah. Like, I've formed a relationship with someone who works at LA 28, which is, so, like, something I'm really interested in. Mm-hmm. Sure, at some point career-wise, I think it would be interesting to work at the Olympics, but that's not the goal of this relationship. Yeah. I'm like, you're just cool. She's fascinating. She's very interesting. I like the path she took. Like, yeah. And we have a good time. Like, we talk to each other. The conversation is easy. I like the conversation that we have. And I, like, make a note. I'm like, all right, it's been three months. I probably should reach out again, yeah. just check in with her, make sure that everything went okay. Like, she moved. And I was like, okay, she's probably... Wow, you're throwing things. I know. Um, she's probably settled now. So yeah. I was like, how was the move? How was whatever, whatever? Like, I'm not asking her, so you have any job postings available right now? Yeah. Like, it's a different type of relationship. But I also think back into my, like, college days where... I did do the, like, cardinal sin of meet someone, and I was like, wow, they're really cool. And then I never reached out again. Yeah. And I'm like, god damn it, Becca. Like, that person was so interesting, so cool, but I know that it's past time to reach back out. Yeah. It's been, like, three years. Me reaching back, hey! Yeah, and I think and I think there's something to be said. I, I do think that, like, Personally, when I learned about networking, I was not told that, mm-hmm. or I, I don't know if it's something that's just common sense that I 
Common sense is not common. Common sense is not common. I said that a long time ago. You have to be ago. told common sense to and understand it. I think that can be really true, especially networking, which I think for a lot of people is a foreign concept. It used to be very hard for me, and like transparently, yeah. it's still hard for me, especially like with men. But I think yeah. with women, it's easier. It's easier yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like there was a lady that I talked to. I think last year, right before um, spring training, which is something that's happening very soon here. Mm-hmm. And I want to reach back out to her, but it's been a year. But yeah. in that case, you can find ways to be creative and like, oh my gosh, I know it's super busy for you right now. How are you? How are things going? Yeah, how, yeah. Like, are you excited for like the season, whatever? Mm-hmm. Because for her, her job is chaotic for a month and a half. Yeah. And then she has time and then it's time again. It's just yeah. like a bowl game. You know what's actually super... I thought... Okay, when I was in undergrad, I took a class probably, like, my fourth year or something, Mm -hmm. and that's when we, like, talked about networking. Uh So that was my first, like, introduction to networking and, like, you do need to reach back out. You do need to whatever, whatever. Like, this person is busy and has a life, and it was just something I had never thought about, right? Like, because I wasn't living that life. But there was someone that worked for the New York Yankees. His name is Taylor. I don't know if he still works that. Shout out to Taylor, if you still do. <laughs> um, and he, we connected, and he was great. And actually, I have a pinstripe bowl football from him. Aww. Because they played the pinstripe bowl at the Yankee Stadium. Cool, very cool. And I have a football from him. And, like, we, we were good, whatever, whatever. And then there was one time that I reached out <laughs> to, like, check back in. And it was in the middle of, like, the fucking World Series or something. Oh, no. And I was like, hi, Taylor. Like, hope you're doing well. Because I was graduating. I was graduating. I was looking for a job. Like, I was whatever, whatever. I hadn't gotten into the master's program yet. Like, yeah. And I wasn't thinking. I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking it through. I wasn't whatever. I was such in a frazzle that I was like, this is the only person I know in the sports industry. This is who I need to talk to. He did, like, fucking premium sales. I don't want anything to do with premium sales. Yeah. And I reached <laughs> out to him, and I was like, hi, Taylor. Like, hope you're doing okay would love to meet with you you know this week or next week and and no one had ever told me not to do that or think about it right Mm -hmm. and so he responds he was like hey becca great to hear from you i'm in the middle of the world series or (laughs) i'm in the middle of getting ready for the world series like chaos this is not a time to network and he told me and i really respect him for telling me that yeah and he was like this is not a time to network. This is not a time to reach out. He was like, we can connect again in, like, a month and a half. And I was so, like, taken aback. But I needed someone to tell me that. Because I would have yep. just kept fucking raw-dogging, sending messaging to people. Yep. When it was their busy season. Yep. You don't send a message to someone. No. Who, you don't send a message, and I'm not gonna... Say re- who it is. Say who it is. But yeah. you don't send a message, like, to someone in the Chiefs right now. They're yeah. going to the fucking Super Bowl. Leave them alone. Like, yeah. it's not the time. It's not the time to network. It's yeah, not the time we, I will say, like, and I think it's really important. Obviously, if you work in sports, you should be paying attention to sports. But, like, right now, the NHL is an all-star break. Yeah. If you want to talk to somebody <clears> in <throat> hockey, you might think this is the right time. It's not. It's not. Don't bother anybody. I think football, it's appropriate to reach out to people. If they were not in the playoffs. If anybody's team was in the playoffs, it's still too soon. Yeah. People are still pissed off. Yeah. And also, their vacation just started. Yeah. Even though they're still probably crying. Yeah. So, like, there's a, there's a time and a place, I think, 
you have to respect like the boundaries and the distance and also know and I think it's good that that guy told you that because he could have either totally blown you off he but it was a learning me. curve no, yeah I needed that and I and I think it's and I think and that's what the shitty part is is some people would see that and totally write you off yeah and and I don't I don't necessarily think that's right but mm-hmm. I mean it is their time and it is their their opinion on how they want to handle it but I think it there is a time and a place for finding a way to negotiate with someone and even and I was telling my mentee this like when you're looking for an internship or you're just looking to like network with people it's not on your schedule and it's not on your time and that may feel or even if you're looking for a job and and it's not on your time or schedule it may feel like the end of the world and you may be like well, my resume was submitted two weeks ago. Why haven't I heard anything? It's not on you, boo. It's like, not on you. You have to, if you really want something, you'll wait it out and yeah. you'll figure it out. But, like, things always seem longer when you're not in control of them. Mm-hmm. And I think that can be that can be a great lesson and yeah. a really hard lesson. But it's, but I, it's just how it works in the industry. Honestly, in every industry. Every, yeah. yeah. But I also think it's important to, like, if you want to set yourself apart, like, you and I were reaching out to people in the fall. Long yeah. before we had to graduate. Oh, my God. I wanted a job in, like, December 2022. Literally. And my dad was like, Katie. And I was like, I need a job. <laughs> but but that's the time when you can right. make actual relationships. Right. Not during playoffs. Yeah. But that's the time when you can make relationships because your likelihood of being buried in all the fucking other messages that you're getting in May when it's people graduating, they want an internship immediately. Yeah. At least for our season schedule. You guys end... April. April, depending on yeah. playoffs, whatever. But, like, April, if people are reaching out, I need a summer internship right now, like, yeah. it's going to get buried in the mass. And so I, reach out... Not right now. But reach out before yeah. the wave of people. But that requires you to be cognizant of the timelines of things. Yeah. And, like, I... In the scenario with Taylor, like... I didn't watch baseball. I didn't give a fuck about baseball. <laughs> right. And so, all I knew was he hosted the Pinstripe Bowl. Right. Football ended in December. Yeah. And I was probably reaching out to him in, like, whenever the hell the World Series is. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, this just isn't the time. I didn't know that because I don't give a fuck about baseball. Yeah. And I, and I think it's hard because there's the battle of reaching out with genuine intention of communicating and networking versus wanting something. And I think it's really obvious to tell. It's so easy to tell. But on the other hand, it's if a team is successful. Yes. And you reach out to them. Like, okay. Like if you're reaching out to the motherfucking chiefs. Yeah. So like the chiefs, right? Like they've been successful. Well, no, let's, let's take it home. The Suns, right? So the Suns, are sold out. Ticket-wise, they've been sold out. They have a wait list, whatever. And with that being said, they've gotten an influx of applications for every role because they're a hot and successful team. They have KD now. Like, they're up and coming. They're in a sports mecca, whatever. Mm -hmm. But if you ask a lot of people, which I networked with um, this guy who... I don't want to name drop him, but he's worked there... for years, mm-hmm. and the Suns have been historically bad since before then. He said it was so interesting to watch the evolution of the team mm-hmm. and how much care and support they've gotten. But you have to think about it like, if a team is successful, they're going to get an influx of applications. You don't want to be the person that's applying to a job just because the team is good. Yeah. So that's also something yeah. that you want to be careful of because it looks like you're a fan and not a 
not a yeah. employer. That's so why that's, I'm fucking talking to LA 28 lady in 2020 fucking four. Yeah. You, I've got four years. You want to be careful. <laughs> you want to show interest, but you don't want to be a cleat chaser and you don't want to be a bandwagoner. Yeah. I think that's yeah. really important. And it's so easy to tell. It's, you have to be really careful. Yeah. And it's not, and it's not always the case. Like you can like support a team and want a job and they could be respectfully really bad. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think it's important to just like not chase a championship. And that is something that I think a lot of people do goes along with the, Oh my God, I want to work in sports just because of how it looks. Yeah. And that is something that honestly gets weeded out very quickly. So you have to know that balance. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's rough. Like it's, it, it's rough because everybody wants to win. Like everybody of wants course. to be That's a part the whole of fucking point right. of the thing. Like yeah. so, it's yeah, yeah. That's a dicey. It's line. a really tight line to yeah. balance. Oh. And to be honest, you're not going to figure it out until you get told. Sometimes, yeah, you can't do that, or until you get you apply to a million jobs and you're like, I wonder why this isn't working out. Yeah. And you find the correlation. Like, it's just, it's not, you don't, the same way as I, when I was an undergrad in college and I was fucking 18 years old, yeah. I didn't think about it. I didn't care. I didn't think about it. I didn't listen to podcasts like this. I told you otherwise. Like, <laughs> I didn't. And that's the thing. It, it, you, you have, have to, to think about you it You have to mess up it. a couple of times. You like, do. I don't know if you remember this, but, oh my God, this is like my worst and most embarrassing moment. Oh I... Network with somebody from an organization here, and I, they came to a speaking event or something with the program. Okay. And I was supposed to get coffee with them. Okay. Do you remember this? No. And it was in the morning. It was at fucking 7 a.m. And this is when I was in grad school, so I didn't have to wake up for a job, okay? And I overslept, and I missed <gasps> it. No! And I... And they agreed to a 7 a.m.? Yeah. And you slept. Yeah. And, and I overslept. <laughs> I think I do remember. And that. I overslept and I felt so bad. And I and I had their phone number at the time. They uh-huh. gave me their personal phone number and I texted them and I said I was so sorry, rescheduled, and they never responded to yeah. me. And that is something that will stick with me that honestly for the rest of my life. And it's and it's so funny because a year from now I would or a year that's yeah, probably over a year. That's oh, probably yeah. my first year. I would never make that mistake again. Oh, I would have 12 alarms. I'd probably not sleep that night because it's something that eats yeah. me alive. And nobody's ever done that to me. Mm-hmm. But that I will actually, tell you, I will tell you, like, that was, that's the biggest networking fail I've ever had. And the person I was working with, um, they were in a role that has no interest to me, but I was interested in them. Mm-hmm. And that is something that yeah. I will never live down. And I and I think those things are important, though. You I have think, to do it. I yeah. think you have to fail a little bit to realize the importance of it because once you make a mistake like that and it wasn't an interview, it wasn't anything crazy, you will never take anybody's time for granted. Nope. You will never nope. oversleep. You will never, like, Thanks. I think it's a really... Eye opening. It has to happen. That just happened to me, but on the flip side. Yep. I went and Katie knows. I was (laughs) I was like running late too. Now, Mm. mind you, I had to be at like fucking State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona for no She added it to her schedule and it was already impossible. It was already impossible. Like I was adding the times together. And it wasn't adding up, right? And so I was like, no, but I want to do this for this person. Like, they seem really eager, whatever, whatever. And so yeah. literally, I left Tempe from from work 
I had to be in Glendale by a certain amount of time because we had like an event or something going on at the stadium. That is not a close drive for people who don't know. Yeah, like it's 45. It's like 45 minutes, right? Yeah. And I drove to downtown Phoenix, which is in between the two, but still kind of out of the way. Yeah. Drove to downtown Phoenix. They stood me up. <laughs> they didn't, didn't send me. I sent a message to Katie. I was like, are you fucking And I don't know if you've ever been stood up on a date. Like a like a romantic yeah. date, I have never had. Just, I've never. No. Let me just say, <laughs> I will say, being stood up a, on a career mm-hmm. networking thing is it's a different. That's a jugular. Like, that is like someone like yeah. pummeling you. Yeah, that is disrespectful. Yeah, because most likely they are leaving work mm-hmm. or they are driving out of their way yeah. or they and that is woo-wee. yeah. And I sat there for maybe like I don't even think two minutes. Because I knew I was late. Because she was already late. I was already late. I had communicated. Oh, she was texting me the whole time? I had communicated that. I said, I'm so sorry. I'm going to be late. Like, yeah. I will be here at, you know, within five minutes. And I hadn't heard anything from them. And I was like, okay, like, whatever. If they're sitting there, I don't really care. I get there. I do a lap around the coffee shop. And I leave immediately. I said, they're not here. I'm done with this. And I drove to Glendale. And I was so pissed. And they sent me a message. They did? Yeah. They sent me a message a couple days later and was like, so sorry. Like, I didn't check my messages because it wasn't through text. Okay. And they were like, I didn't check my messages. Like, that's totally on me, whatever, whatever. And I never responded. I was like, I'm so... And, and I, I think, and that's really harsh. And I hope this is a learning Yeah, and, and that's exactly what happened to me, right? Like, I had to learn that lesson the hard way. And I think that's the best way to go about it. I think if you... And I will say, of the start of the coin, if you make ever make that mistake, life will go on. It you will. will be fine. You'll be fine. But this reach out once, apologize once, yeah. and then leave them alone. Leave it's it. just like an ex-boyfriend. Like, do not blow up their phone. Don't. Leave them alone. No contact. Because you don't want to burn more bridges. I've talked to a lot more people from that organization. They've never once said my name. Yeah, it will yeah, be fine. Yeah. But you need to let it go. Yeah. You need to let it go. Yeah. The damage is done. The damage is done. Yeah. <laughs> that person's never going to hire you. But. And that's else, fine. Someone else might. And that is fine. <laughs> but just know your place. Yeah. Know your and place. And sometimes, sometimes just saying sorry and leaving it alone. Yeah. It's enough. It's enough. Yeah. I don't have like malicious intent. Absolutely not. Towards this person. Absolutely but not. I'm not going to go out of my way anymore. I'm not going to respond. Like, right. I've done my due diligence. And that's okay. It is what it is. We kind of spiraled. We did, but... But I think it was good. It was a good spiral. <laughs> you know? Her looking at me, like, out talking on air. Like, I think we did good. <laughs> no, I mean, I think... I think it's... This industry is all about networking. Yeah. And whether or not you like it, you're going to have to learn to freaking like it. Like, yeah. it is what it is. But it's important to network... With purpose, and that purpose could literally just be, like, learning about other people and learning about other people's jobs. I've said this before transparently, like, mm-hmm. I don't know what my dream job is, and I think that's okay. I also think that, like, having a dream job can also limit you in some aspects, but it's important to learn about what other people do, because you could meet somebody tomorrow that does something that you didn't even know existed. Exactly. So it's important to just, like, see what's out there, test the water, you never really know, but you also have to put yourself out there. Like, it's hard to know what else is out there if you're just, like, stuck doing the same thing all the time. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you have to, like, you have to really test yourself and step outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. So, 
And on the flip side oh, yeah. of this, we, we wanted to talk about ways you can get involved. Ways you can network. Yes. Ways that are already built that you just have to join. Yes. Subscribe yeah. to. Um, and a few of those options that we're involved with or have seen yeah. is WISE, which we've talked about before on this podcast, Women in Sports and Entertainment. And that's great for... If you just want to get interested in it, you just want to see what it's about, because it's not necessarily siloed to sports. It can also be, you just work in the event space. Yep. You work in entertainment. You work in concerts. Yep. It's just people who understand that, like, we're putting on productions, and it's a lot. Yeah. And it's an experience. And you need to find women who understand that, and can help kind of be a guide for you. Like, for example, when we had that uh, Y-Speed networking event... Mm-hmm. One of the questions I thought I got the most, like, quality out of, like, quality answer out of, was I asked one of the ladies who works in events, and I was like, how do you, like, when you're gearing up for an event, you're putting a lot of work in, right? Once the event starts, it's kind of out of your hands. And I was like, how do you let go? Mm. How do you stop? Once the event is going, stressful. how do you not, like, walk around and micromanage everything? How do you not stress out the whole time? How do you not whatever, whatever? And then also when it's done, like, it's done. And if this is something you've been working on, for example, like, a fiesta bowl or something. If this is something you've been working on for literally a year and then it happens, there's a little, like, depression period, right? You're like, yeah. all right, well... Now I have no purpose for the next, like, <laughs> not no purpose, I know, but, but you like, know what I mean. That's like, your baby. That was your baby. That's what you were working for for a year, and it's done. Yeah. And I felt that after Super Bowl. Oh like, once God. Super Bowl ended, the week after, I was like, well. What the fuck? What do I do? <laughs> I'm, what, literally, what the fuck? What do I do? I was just so important. I was just so, like, mm-hmm. having to do all of these things running around, needed to be everywhere. And then it ended, and it was done. Done. And we didn't have it anymore. And yeah. it was like, I was like, how do you get over that? Yeah. And she gave me this really good answer of like, you know, I always say um, something along the lines of putting on an event is you break your back, you do all this stuff, and then you have to just let it go. You just have to let the event be what it's going to be. If yep. something happens, you can be there to help because you prepared for it and like solve whatever problems arrive. But she was like... You just have to let it go. Yeah. It just is what it is. And I was like, that was the most helpful thing that I got out of that. Had nothing to do with me wanting a job. Had nothing to do with me, like, annoying her, wanting to bide her time, whatever. It was just a simple question that she was able to answer for me. Yeah. Because she's been in that industry. And because it relates to something in your role specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Or something that you are curious about or something that you are wanting to, like, have advice on. Yeah. And I think that's important, like... These women are from all different ages, all different backgrounds, and they are there because they want to support other people. Yeah. And I think that's really important, and I think in this industry, like, and even one of the women that was part of the, like, speaker said this, she was like, I think a lot of women get a bad rap because they are either super supportive or they're bitches, and there's no in-between, so... I think it's important to, like, define who you are, define the fact that you want to help others, like, find ways to get involved, find ways to meet other people, because at the end of the day, all of the sports or all of the companies that work with sports or work with events are all interconnected. A lot of these 
people move around. A lot of these people help with other events, volunteering, everything. Mm-hmm. So it's important to just, like, foster a good community and whatever that looks like. And doing different committees and doing different groups, formal or informal, is a great way to get that started. Especially because we are, you know, unfortunately, but not always, and it's getting better mm-hmm. at a disadvantage. Yeah. So it's important to be supportive and find ways to grow and and you can just tell when you're with a good group of people like that event was a solid group of people yeah Mm -hmm. you could ask them anything they wanted to know about you they wanted to know about your experiences and those are the type of people that you want to have in your corner um because they have your back regardless of what that looks like so I think it's important to find those people especially in your city it's important to have somebody you can relate to Mm -hmm. that's nearby um so, yeah, it's just about finding that balance. It's about, like, finding people that are similar to you. Yeah. Or not, but, like, learning about what they do and seeing if it's something you're interested in. Or maybe it's, you talk, they talk about it and you're like, hell no. Yeah. Like, that's okay. Hell too. no, but proud of you. Proud Queen. of you. Thank you for doing that. Thank because you for someone doing that. has to do because that. Because someone has to do it and I don't want to. Yeah. So proud of you. Like, yeah. and it's, it's, it's funny sometimes, like, when I go to events like that. And I think about things that don't have anything in relation to me, but I still see that person. Yeah. Does that make... Like, for example, you and I. If we were not friends... <laughs> yeah. I would still see you. Yeah. I would still see... At events. See you at events. Yeah. I would still see you at wise stuff, whatever. Yeah. Alumni stuff, if you get involved in that. Like... Yeah. We don't do the same thing. Right. We don't work for the same company. Right. Our departments aren't going to interact in any way. And yeah. yet, I still would see you outside of this scenario. Yeah. And, and I that's think that's important. important. Yeah. Like, there's there's so many people that I'm like, oh, you do that? I've, you know, gone to an event, and we've met before. Yep. And now you can, like, actually build a relationship based off that. But it's, you know, at the time, it was someone you just passed. Right. Like, that's crazy. Sometimes. Yeah, I, I think that's that's really impactful, and I think... You'll notice more and more of that as you, like, meet people in the industry and they connect you with other people and then you also, like, get more advanced in your career. Like, it's very refreshing to see other powerful people in this space because it makes you feel like, okay, like, yeah, yeah. I can trust these people. I feel good around them. Like, if I need advice, they've got me. If mm-hmm. they need advice, I got them. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's super important, especially if you're, like, in a new city or you're in a new mm-hmm. role or you're new in, in a new, like, field like if you don't even if you just join the sports field I think it's super important Mm -hmm. and I will say like Phoenix has a great I don't want to say network but like has a great like situation with that yeah yeah the the women here are very supportive yeah like and it transcends title yeah yes I've met people who are VPs of whatever the hell yeah and I'm like yeah you've been in this industry probably longer than I've been alive yeah. And they are so easy to talk to. They are like, yeah, I'm just as confused as you are on this. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's so refreshing. It's important. To yeah. feel like you're kind of on the same level as someone, especially in this industry that's so male prevalent. Like, you can't escape it a lot of times. Yeah. And then to have, you know, the general counsel of the Coyotes know your name. Yeah. That's really cool. It's a big deal. And, yeah. like, want you to succeed. I think that's cool. Yeah. A hundred percent. Hundo percent. Hundo P. Hundo P. Miss Maple is making her way towards the microphone. Yep. She's, She's saying, I have something to say. All right, get in there, girl. 
No. Maybe okay. not. No. Just okay. kidding. Yeah. Um, another way that you can network, even if you're not in your city, is through alumni stuff. We're, yes. we're lucky that we live here. We yes. went to school here. Um, but I'm on the alumni board. Katie's thinking about getting on the alumni board, and she's already involved in other alumni events. Yeah, mentee-mentor yeah. situations. Um, I have had my mentee... When did we start? January? February? March? When did we start? Mentees? Mentees? Yeah. It was a fall. Okay. A couple months. Couple I don't know. Months. Having a months. mentee has given me a lot of purpose, let me tell you. Like, I really... And I really look up to mentors. I think it's great to have multiple people in way different fields. Men, women, whatever. But, like, having a mentee has been really great because it's allowed me to like stay connected and use my network to also help them which I think is really rewarding and it's also like really I think helpful to see somebody or help somebody else who's just getting started because I remember when I had no yeah. fucking idea yeah so it's, it's just been really nice and I think and it can be very casual like we just meet once a month like that's all it is yeah. but it does a lot for you and for the other person so I think it's really great it's a great way to get started if and you don't even need, like, a specific program. I think if there's somebody that you look up to or there's somebody that needs your help, like, just talking to them about how to get started is super beneficial for also you. Yeah. I don't think people realize that. Like, giving advice to someone else also, like, fulfills a part of you. Yeah. So. Especially when you're not thinking about something. Like, if they can yeah. open up your eyes to something that you had not ever considered. Yeah. And you're like, oh, we'll just do this. And they're like, no, I can't because of X. You're like, oh. I never thought about that. I never thought about that. Yeah. And that then helps you if you become a manager, if you become any other situation where you might have a mentor or a mentee, you can understand that better. Yeah. And you can be better at guiding someone else. You can be better in your relationship with your own mentor. Mm -hmm. You can understand, like, hey, maybe you haven't thought about this. Maybe our relationship could be better because someone else opened my eyes to this, and I don't think that lives in our relationship yet. Yep. And I think, like... It can only help you. Yeah, it's super powerful. It is. But it's crazy. Mm -hmm. wow. Makes you think a lot. It does make you think a lot. This episode is a, <laughs> a lot about thinking. Yeah. Think about the decisions I you hope, make. Think about who you talk I to. I hope that this episode has opened your brain. Yeah. Because yeah. it's opened mine. It's, yeah. No. I learned something. <laughs> I learned a lot. Yeah. I learned I something. I learned something. If you guys don't know, we don't plan these episodes. Yeah, and that's okay because it's literally, you're supposed to feel like you're sitting on the couch. Yeah. This is what we would naturally do. Yeah, right. So. If we weren't recording this if conversation, If we never had a podcast, we'd still be talking we'd about this. We'd still be doing this. So I yeah, want yeah. you to know that. <laughs> Obviously, there are some things we'll never talk about, but yeah, this yeah. is this is what we'd be talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep, with 100%. a wine glass in our hands. On a Monday night. On in the a middle Monday of night, fucking it's January. Of January. Literally. Living our best life. It's crazy, bro. I love it. All right. Well, we're at 46 minutes. So yeah, we, we are. Really talk that talk, babe. What song is that? Talk that, talk that. Walk down, walk baby. Isn't that talk Rihanna? That, talk that, walk that, walk that. You know? Let me Google really quick because okay. I don't want to embarrass you. I think it's Rihanna. And it's talk that, talk that. Like, I think it's one of those, like, talk that, talk It's on the album She Has Red Hair. I know that much. Talk that, talk. A. Oh. Is it on the red? Rihanna. It's definitely Rihanna, but. Talk that, talk lyrics. Okay. Talk lyrics. This is really important for you guys to know. I mean, it is. You should know who Rihanna is. She's really important for our generation. Uh, yeah. Um. 
Won't you walk that talk, baby? Won't you walk that? That's Demi Lovato. Won't you walk that talk, baby? Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Where it's, are the fucking lyrics? It's Talk That Talk by Rihanna and Jay-Z. It's not the red hair. Interesting. Okay, why can't I find the lyrics? Can you find the lyrics? Yeah, for okay. sure. Okay. It's this song. Yeah. It's her short talk hair. Talk That Talk, baby. Yeah, this is when she was a rebel. Um, That's when she was going through it. She was going through it, as she should, you know. We've all got to go through our phases. Yeah, it just says Talk That Talk to me, yeah. That's what the lyrics said. Anyway, talk that talk. Anyways, not relevant. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day, rest of your January. Yes. Um, Go into February, you know. Networking better than Networking better. Um, February is also Black History Month. It is. So find a way to connect. Find a way to get better. Find a way to show love. Yeah. Read a book. Watch a podcast. Yeah. Learn something new. Watch a TV show. Um, and also, we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon on the day of love. And with a guest. With a guest. Okay, Okay, bye. bye.